listening to the smooth sound of RPGMP3.com. Dungeon on. He may be your best mate, but he's still a baddie. Well, is it a literal truth? Because if, if it's literal truth, I go for it. But it's really, by, and, by and large, I think it's based on. It's tweaked. Well, James, James Jesus Anderson existed. Oh, well, often did, yeah. Uh, and, 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 and Philby yeah. and, uh, and everybody else who was yeah. there. Philby. But Philby had a different kind of end, didn't he? Because it was quite funny. I was looking up Philby and he was. Found to be a spy and then not, f- and then got off and then got off again, then got off again about three, four times. Well, it's because I think the people in high places just didn't want to believe that he was, you know, a spy. Too much is the heaviest. Oh. Hello, everybody, by the way. Um, al- almost Hello. a minute Sorry. in, and uh, I thought we'd just see how far we could get yeah. listening about Kim Philby. But I would have interrupted, but I didn't want to be blunt. May I? Thank no. you. May you? Do I pencil back? So we're sitting around eating what look like um, elderly tree ornaments. They are, but they're still yummy. They're not elderly. You've run not out like of lead, yeah. more or less. Because yeah. yeah. people keep borrowing it. Um, That's a real shame, isn't it? John, your character is called... Uh, it's called Burgess Shale. Nothing to do with archaeology at all. No, definitely a paleontology sort of joke. Yes. Possibly geological. Certainly in its age. John? I don't know yet, I'm thinking. Okay. <laughs> or trying to remember because you may have forgotten what did I, Do you think I You did actually give me a name. You did give a name. It'll be on the recording, we can always. <laughs> <laughs> the only person who hadn't got a name uh, yeah, is yeah. Sarah. Afia Al Jabiri. It can't have been I'm a very sorry. good name, though. Afia? No, I think it was a fantastic Al-Jabiri. name. The trouble is, I can't remember that name. So. But you've written everything else down. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know you want to spell it like that. Obviously not that. I found a fascinating bit, and, and I don't know where this website just came up from nowhere. There's a whole Delta Green jargon website. Is it? It's cool. just the and I, you know a website acronyms and whatever used in Delta Green, and I just I wasn't even looking for that particularly. It just sort of popped up. I thought, yeah, that's not rather handy. <laughs> I deal with enough acronyms day to day, quite frankly. I don't really need to be. Well, they even have an acronym for that. Apparently, it's called Alphabet Soup because everything has a you know, that's a Delta Green ism. I seem to remember it was, a, it was something, something something or something, wasn't it? Something something or something. Yes. Yeah, there was like a shortened version I had. Don't you remember? It was like like the middle bit was like. I might remember had it not been for the fact that since then you've been playing a character called Silic Bang. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what you Do you have a problem with Silic Bang? I noticed something cleaning up the notes. Uh, you've not I would have thought it would have been funnier if you'd been called Silic Bang Gordon. As, mm-hmm. opp- you know, as yeah. opposed to Sillit being the first name, no, like and the fact that Sillet we all look at the character Gordon? and go, "Why Clint?" Clint? Clint? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that is a slight, <coughs> a slight. I was going to be called Sillit Van Gordon or something like that, but then I thought, you know, you just like, you just yeah, like. It turned out I actually <coughs> liked Sillit Bang. Bang and the dirty yeah. god. I think it'd be funnier if you'd just been Barry Scott, the uh, bloke from the adverts, who in fact is is an actor who isn't called Barry Scott. Still. Do you remember? I think he's from Manchester. The Slim Fast adverts with Barry Munn. No, he was crazy. Hey, Barry Munn. No, I don't. No, I uh, pinch one of these strange-looking chocolates. Eh? Indeed. Mm-hmm. We've got a smiley Santa. I went for the heaviest. 
Well, I'm just because it had more chocolate in than the rest. Oh, it has got a picture on it. It's got a picture of a tree. Uh, Bellin, Martin. <laughs> are you offering me a chocolate, or are you just calling call you <laughs> I would make the comment that there's a couple on the table, so there's enough to share. A couple of Bellins. <laughs> There you go, then you name them. I think it's fair to say there's <laughs> probably a couple of elements on the table. No, it's not a funny name. Uh, Clinton Mastra. <laughs> it's not a funny name. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Clinton Mastra? Are you trying Clinton. to say something there? Clinton Mastra. Uh, short, uh, the, the short form was Mass. I think that was like last time, wasn't it? As in, I think know. I'd remembered if that was the actual Yeah. Name. That was seriously not you the name you right said. It's the sort of thing. It is the sort of thing. But this stands out. Of, maybe it's just because you said it wasn't. In many the ways, this is better, I think. Okay. Yeah. Because it's easier to remember. No, because it's the only one I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, <coughs> a new name. Is everybody's phone off before somebody complains? Mm. I don't think someone's going to complain for quite a few weeks. Yes, but they do complain eventually, and then I have to sit there thinking, when did that happen? And go back and listen to it again. It shouldn't interfere if I put it on aeroplane mode. I think it's just if it's receiving a signal, it's a problem, isn't it? Well, it, it has no... It's not getting anything or giving anything, so it should be theoretically Because we could follow the... Uh, the what's-his-name, couldn't they? I could be called, like, the wizard or something. Yeah. I like that. I'm sorry. The company. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. one was the wizard and the other was the sorcerer. Yes, but aren't you supposed to be fairly low-key and, you know... What do you mean? You could be low-key. But at the moment, you're in, in the army, aren't you? Loki's a good nickname. It's 1992. The trickster. He's, I quite he's like um, having some scrambled eggs in a cafe downtown in Washington. <coughs> oh, it's oddly enough at the moment. And uh, <coughs> behind you. Voice. Well, it's, it's, it's behind you. Yes, <laughs> it's behind you. We're already into Cthulhu already. It's behind you. Um, behind you, a voice uh, says, uh, Nice work in Tehran. Do I have voice? I realised I haven't got to a clue what we're doing. Voice. I wrote something down very, very quickly, and now I don't know which piece of paper I put it on my Twitter. And um, I just need that. Okay. I will, simultaneously, do nothing at all, i.e. not react to the voice, whilst looking at things on the table for a reflection of who's behind me. Okay. Um, make me a notice roll. Let's see if you can pick it up in the serviette dispenser. That's, that's pretty crummy. What I feel I'm short of at this point is Benny's. Yeah, Indeed, good point. Sorry, I'm going to jot down everybody's name here, just to avoid them. On the handy, index card. You're going to start pasting them around the you wall, are, aren't, aren't you? you? <laughs> <laughs> He's not seen it, so he hasn't got a clue. Oh, right. All right, okay. The character played by, uh, what's his name, Michael Keaton. Uh, Keaton, which is an excellent character. It was James Jesus Anderson. And he Angleton. Was Angleton. And he was the guy. Because I know someone called Anderson. He's the guy who, um, in fact, I think I know. Anyway. Uh, Somebody called the guy Jesus. Who, <laughs> no, James Anderson. Somebody in the police. Or anyway. Not anymore, though. Yeah. <coughs> he was um, looking for patterns <coughs> and everything and turned out to be a little bit paranoid and Thank then turned you. out to be right. But they, they was covering the, Most uh, of it. his office with... Yeah, no, he went over the top of it. But he was covering the, his office with all index cards and moving them to get see patterns and things. So no, I'm just a Tunnels and Trials player. We always use index cards. <laughs> uh, what's your character's name again, if we can just break this down? A-F-Y-A. 
Yeah. Al, A-L. Yep. Jabiri, J-A-B. Al hyphen or just Al? Al hyphen. Al hyphen. Jabiri. Yes, J-A-B-I-R-I. Anyway. Anyway, so can we call you Al? Probably not. Apparently not, judging okay. by the sounds. I'll, uh... Affy. Consider, I'll con- I, I did make the notice roll. Yeah, okay. I will uh, take a sip of my tea. Yeah. I mean, somebody's talking to somebody behind me completely, but I'll observe who they are. Right. Tea? I thought I was in... Where am I? Coffee, surely, darling. You're in the middle of Washington. Oh, right, sorry. I thought it was the, the Middle East. You didn't write it down on your... It'd be mint tea or something. Your other shit. No, yeah, this is the right. year before. All right, yeah, yeah, no worries then. In 2002. Coffee. Sorry, I think I said 1992 before. I've gone completely mad. No, uh, you, you did say 1992. You did say 1992. Yeah, 2002. Right, okay. Coffee, no worries. Um, you can see the reflection shows you a slightly tanned, quite rotund, not, not fat particularly, but very heavy set, mm-hmm. bearded shaft. Um, smartly bearded, you know, he's not like scruffy or anything, but it's just a very heavy set bearded chap in an open, open collared shirt and, uh, and jacket. And then he's just sitting with a cup of coffee. And he's, he's sort of around, these are like bench seats, and he's just on the next table long, sitting on the bench. And uh, he says, you know, um, yeah, did good work with the Amiri brothers. That was impressive. Was it? You know, taking him out like that. No, no, I'm not speaking at all. I'm asking the DM. Oh, right. Was well, it? Yeah, okay. That makes it more obvious then. Thanks. Um, <coughs> Ra- raise a hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not on your here. out of character badge and yeah. put on your in character badge. Um, basically, you were in Tehran maybe six months ago and you were part of a black ops operation. Looking into <coughs> arm smuggling. You still not got rid of that coffee. You need to it's go and better. see somebody. No, it's better than um, it was. It, it's um, been about a month though. Setting your recording since two thousand and seven. Sarah's cough. Sorry. Um, I have great long periods when I'm not coughing. It's just that I am just susceptible. When we're the nineteen ninety two. The cat. <laughs> Oh, yes. No, forgetting to take my brown inhaler Tehran. for a week. Anyway, and yeah. making Tehran. my breathing difficult. Don't know what a brown inhaler is. Just move on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you were involved in a black ops operation, a black ops even, uh, in Tehran, which was to do with armed smugglers, and you had mm. two guys who were known commonly as the Amiri brothers. You had them bumped off, basically. In fact, you had them taken, abducted from their hotel room, drugged, and ran over by a truck at 50 miles an hour. Nice. Uh, so that it looked like a sort of rather unpleasant accident. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically what happened, and yeah. you kind of stopped the smuggling ring and you know, it was a very effective operation in fact it's led to you sort of moving up a little bit in the company mm-hmm. so you know you started to make your way you begun to make a name for yourself that was your first class okay. and, uh, so that's, that's what you know about he says yeah yeah says, um, of course it was a bit of a shame they turned out to be Iranian agents did they? yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'll be uh, leaning forward to kind of pour some milk in my tea Picking up a knife from the table, putting it on my sleeve. Uh, you know, so that him, he, so that it's, no, in other words, so that my body is, get, is covering what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. uh, okay. Okay. Shoving, the ta- shoving the chair around. Yeah. So, uh, do I know you? <coughs> no. 
I'm man. I'm Bob. Right. Bob Smith. And um, what are you talking about? Well, rumour has it FBI are uh, launching a criminal investigation. Just um, thought you should know. Well, leaving aside the question of I've no idea who you are or what you think I should know. In fact, not. Let's not leave it aside. Who are you? It's Washington. Could be anybody, couldn't I? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Couldn't you just... Well, government. You think? Yeah. <laughs> you know what's really weird about governments, I always find? I mean, just, you know, the fact that I'm a civil servant, I guess, in many ways, you might be. We're all <coughs> servants of the president. Then, no doubt, you've got some ID. Yeah, yeah, I've got ID. Can I, I guess you have, too. Can I see it, please? Uh, Okay. I'm going to ask the DM here. I'm active for the moment. It's a secret op. It was. Yeah. It so still is. Effectively, I'm beginning to consider it's my duty to take this guy down and take him in for questioning. Mm, okay. But he seems to know a lot more about it than you do. Hey. But so dirty spy. Chances are, either he's a bad man. Yes. Or... He's somebody so much higher up the food chain than you are that it would, it would be laughable anyway. If he but if he was higher up the food chain, wouldn't the normal approach be to tell me who he was? Not necessarily, because if it was somebody from higher up in the company who was looking out for you, mm -hmm. then it would be normal to say, would it? come into the office and I think we need to have a chat. But he's not doing that. And also you can deduce he's probably not FBI because he isn't flashing a badge at you and the rest of you, so... He's not company, most likely, and he ain't FBI. Deep throat. I'm not offering this, am I? Okay. Uh, so I, I kind of look at him then, in that case. I go, um, well, assuming my my agent sent you to discuss the uh, thriller I'm writing, what do you reckon the plot should be? Well, <laughs> I think the plot should be that I become a good friend of yours and I make sure that this FBI problem disappears. Your name just doesn't come up. You know, the investigation goes ahead, but somehow old maths doesn't get uh, mentioned when you carry on your winging your successful career up through the country. And at some point I may require a favour. Uh, I'll just I'll, I'll get another drink from the waiter. Pay the waiter. Uh, ask him if he wants a drink. Coffee for Okay, get him coffee and say, uh, right now, can I, as I did that, turn on the recorder in my pocket? Um, <coughs> yeah, if you like. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Every alarm detector in the building goes off. <laughs> <laughs> you drops a little small thing on the table. Yeah. Okay, I'll do it again. <laughs> um, oh, he just says, look, look into this. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he's going to shades and they can yeah, uh, look into my <laughs> eye. No, so, you know, um, great thing about friends is they all know what to call each other. What should I call you? Bob. 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 coffee. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, what kind of favour are we talking about, Bob? Bit of information. Something big going down. Mm -hmm. Something big, really big. And you're going to play a part in it. Um, I'd consider it a favour if. You keep me on the loop in anything that you find out. Nothing more. Bit of information. That's it. Nothing treasonous. 
In fact, quite the opposite, I assure you. What I like most about uh, football, Bob, and you know, there's a my novel we've moved on from books. <laughs> no, literature got boring. We haven't this. actually, because the star of my novel is going to be a football player. Uh-huh. Yeah, and um, as you know, uh, one of the most important. Always write what you know about. Yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Again, so we've gone from what is it? Football, baseball, whatever. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, well, next, next novel is going to be out the World Series, and uh, there's going to be uh, a football in there. And then one of the most important things I know about football. The most important thing I know about football is the value of teamwork. Yeah, absolutely, very, very important. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's very important to know uh, that you 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 know your your team works together and that they all know that they're all on the same side. Very important to know they're all on the same side. I'd say. I, I think it's uh, <laughs> probably the most vital thing in football. Indeed, to know who you're passing the ball cause, to. Yeah, because say say uh, you pass the ball to someone in the wrong uniform, it can go really bad, can't it? Oh, yeah. Score points on the wrong side yeah, and all that kind that's of That's right. So I it, entirely it, agree with you. Yeah, and and it, it's a question that you know you, you've got to know the colour of everybody's uniform so you know. <laughs> well, let's what just, you say? let's say my, <laughs> let's say my <laughs> uniform is kind of grey. Really? Yeah. yeah. Let, let's yeah. say um, that I was colour blind and I couldn't tell the difference between colour and grey. How would somebody prove to me <laughs> the colour of the uniform? I would, well, okay. How about this? I know there's an investigation coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get back to your office after you've finished your I'm sure very pleasant breakfast mm-hmm. you're going to know there's an investigation going on because the FBI are going to come around asking questions mm-hmm. but what isn't going to happen is that that investigation is going to go any further if you agree to what I've suggested at this meeting I can then prove to you thusly that I am somebody who can help you and I'm fairly official starting off with intimidation and blackmail there's no intimidation um, you're you're going to have no career and no life if you don't do what I say. But no, he's doesn't. It's he's, yeah. he's a theory. His company screwed up. This guy's just trying to help him out. Here's a theory, Bob. It's only a tiny theory, of course. But uh, you know, it's the sort of thing that you know where the way science works. Theories get disproven. Here's a theory. What would stop somebody being, say, in the FBI and starting an investigation? They could then quash to get an inside person. They'd have to be fairly high up, wouldn't they? I think they would, yeah. Mm. And the sort of person I'd like as a friend. If I could trust. You can trust me, Matt. Yeah, of course you can. Do I look like a trustworthy fellow? Does he look like a trustworthy fellow? He's a nice big, chunky bearded chap. Wouldn't do a bit of harm to anybody. No, would be like a big, hungry, uh, huggable bear. Not a hungry bear. He's like a big, hungry bear. Did you say hungry bear? I'd put a cross next to his name. So, you know, say there was something which I'd want to have a chat with you about. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's possible, and, uh, you know, the plot of my novel goes all over the place. Entirely possible, I get. So, show me the ideas about that screen, you know, because just the fact that he's called Bob would tell you everything you need to know, Roger. <laughs> Never mind. Um, that's the point, isn't it? I don't mm. know. Um, say I got an idea for a, sh- for a story about something. I always like to have people I can run things by. How would I ever get to touch with you? Oh, that wouldn't be a problem. I think it might be. You just <laughs> pop out an email on your usual address. You know, whatever you'd feed back normally to the office. We'll pick that up. No problem. All oh, right, so I don't If it's of interest, we'll be in touch and you can tell us a little more. I see. So if, if in fact, I wanted to say, how about a chat? How do I do that? Oh, just pop into the cafe and... Uh, Order one of those uh, funny teas that they do. Okay. Or the Tai Chi latte. <laughs> <laughs> the 
Well, it's uh, it's kind of interesting. I'll uh, save it. Now. <laughs> <coughs> Just come in here, order a tea. We'll get the message. Well, all I'll say, Bob. Nobody in Washington drinks tea. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a homo in the cafe. <laughs> Or an Englishman. Yeah. I'm not sure that you tell <laughs> Well, Bob, I guess I find myself favourably disposed to you, but without any... Um, See? <laughs> without any... Um, <coughs> word. I don't feel that I have to do something, if you see what I mean. That would be an incorrect assumption, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Friends don't have to do things for each other. No, so friends rely on their conscience. But, you know... Just at some point, when you feel the time is right, mm-hmm. and I think you'll know when the time's right, mm-hmm. um, when you'll be able to perhaps do me a favour, mm-hmm. just whenever. Doesn't have to be next week, doesn't have to be next month, doesn't have to be next year, but at some point. I'll tell you what, why don't you give me something, maybe a phrase, maybe something, which I can use to evaluate when that might be? Difficult. And then I'll know you know what you're talking about, won't I? That will help. Something's going to happen. Yeah, many things happen. Something's going to happen. Live in, live in the future. Quite an active life. Go jogging every day. And it's going to be something that doesn't fit in mm-hmm. with the normal run of events. Mm-hmm. Okay, even for a field after <coughs> mm-hmm. And when that comes up, you're going to know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But am I going to know who you're the best person to talk about? Well, let's put it this way. It's going to be something that happens that you're not going to want to talk to anybody else about. Okay. So I'm going to be a really good friend then because I'm probably going to be the only person that's going to believe you. Cook. So when that happens, you be in touch. I'm going to pop in here for a cup of tea. Okay, Bob. Enjoy your breakfast. Thank you. And he gets up. <coughs> and... We then do a little cinematic flash forward because mm-hmm. you sort of look down and you put your napkin down on the left, what's your left of your scrambled eggs. And then we kind of do a flash forward where you kind of pick your napkin up from a breakfast plate and you're now sitting in the mess hall a year later in the forward operations centre of the, cool. the, the Nicely done. US. Okay. I take it the Man, that would shit me up if it happened to me. <laughs> tell you. You've stolen a year from <laughs> me, you bastard. Still, at least you don't have to tell me every day. I swipe it, <coughs> and then there's a exactly. dissolve, and I'm swiping out at the end of the day. Oh, <laughs> did I do anything today? No, I don't think I did. Um, <laughs> the, um, I guess the voice anal- analysis of recording of his voice never came up with it. Yeah, weird that. It's <laughs> funny, it's a complete blackout. In fact, your tape recorder's never worked again since that point. It's Weird batteries. Just isn't. plays Andy Williams. No, not not, not weird. In fact, that's actually quite consoling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and the FBI thing came to nothing. Yeah, you just sat down on a nice plate of bacon eggs. You're in a really, really busy. It's kind of one of those prefabricated, not quite a tent, but not quite a building kind of things with these curved structures. And you can hear the air conditioning rumbling away. And there's there's or oh, probably a thousand men in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's brightly lit. There's a big canteen. There's That's all guys. Big ass canteen. It's massive, huge, huge thing. Um, just huge, huge trestle tables, big steel trestle tables, and there's just soldiers coming in and out all the time. It's really, really busy. People moving about all over the place. Some people you know, hundreds of people you don't. You know, it's just totally. You know, uh, this this is the brigade that you happen to have been put in with at this point. What's um, my role? Your role here. Um, you are CIA liaison okay, at the moment. So, troubleshooter. You know, 
Should you be required? It'll kind of come up. And also CIA wants to know what's going on. Absolutely. You know, eyes and ears from both directions, effectively. Yeah. And maybe information when it's required. No problem. Um, there's uh, a bit of a sort of hooray and a cheer as some looks like a sevy. Yeah. Bit of a dweeb. Um, drops his breakfast tray. Uh, okay. Coming off the line. You're just <laughs> gesturing towards me. <laughs> dweeb. What's of a dweeb? I'm called a dweeb. Check out the fucking Simi. Check the dweeb. Also, <laughs> <laughs> when I had the just curious, There's it doesn't mean that I'm curious in some way to other people. Yeah, I've got the hundreds curious. Now. You might be glad to know. I'm going to get killed. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you weren't curious enough to get to university and learn your subject, though, were you? <clears throat> anyway, John, you've uh, you've you've only been here for about forty-eight hours. I really hate in. the place. Oh yeah, I mean absolutely. Um, you've been assigned um, a guy called Nigel to be your assistant, and uh, he's kind of a really sh- quite short. You actually uh, told me all I need to know, and that he's called Nigel. Yeah, <laughs> um, he's a real proper well, geek. He's, he's busy, you know. He's behind you in the thing, and he starts helping you pick your tray up, and he carries on about saying how he's been looking at some Iraqi stuff, and he's converted it into Klingon. It's really funny because when you convert oh, it back God. into English, was he getting food comes, as well? Yeah. Okay. While he's picking stuff up, I'll take his tray. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, he's just sort of saying to you, know, it's really funny because he comes out as whizwang when you put it through, and it's really it maybe made him laugh when he was looking at the computer and all this kind of thing. I give you three days before you shoot him. Maybe you'd miss. Nigel, <laughs> yeah, Nigel hurries up and puts your puts your mess tray back, and he grabs another tray and he comes past and he's kind of. And, and another thing, yeah. and the other day when I was down here, why do they use that boot black? Why do they put boot black over everything? Is so there, is, is there a table where there's just one space left? There's a table where there's just one person, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want table, a table with just one there's person. There's one table with a load of guys who are just who look a bit different. There's a bit of a space on the table, and they're all wearing khaki like everybody else. They've got the desert the desert fatigues on. Um, and they're all wearing kind of black beanies, but apart from that, they're just sitting <laughs> chowing down. <laughs> Do you really want to bother the special forces, to. guys? It's uh, that or breakfast with Nigel. Mm. I'm only having breakfast. So, let's see what happens when you gate crash special forces. I'm kind of <laughs> curious about that. Hi, is this seat taken? Oh, thank you, sir. Sorry, but do you have any Tabasco? Thanks very much. Is it cold in here, guys? <clears throat> It is now. <laughs> it's amazing how frosty oh, okay. it suddenly got. Um, yeah, but at least Nigel can't see kind of, Guys kind of put the forks down and kind of look at one another, and then everybody on the table kind of turns and just looks at you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, did you want any of this? <coughs> cool. I'll carry that on. That seat's taken. Oh, okay. I'll, uh, I'll eat it fast and then uh, <laughs> excuse, me. excuse me excuse me <laughs> I'll just award myself one out of the fuck off now no shale please do <laughs> he kind of turns around and looks at his, his mate next to him and he just sort of bends down and picks his fork up <laughs> and just puts it in your eggs and starts to shovel your eggs off your plate into the middle of the table. Mm-hmm. And he just starts to flick him off the end of the table. Pick up your breakfast and fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, the thing to do at this point is to start to say, Nigel, I think you should... <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
I'm amazed you did this this so nice on that. This is what we're working towards. Well, you never know, there might have been nice, reasonable people. Just a thought. Yeah. You know, I'm sure there must be some in the armed forces. A guy, um, a, a guy comes over to you and he sort of, uh, you might want to come with me, come sit with us. Did you, by the way, <laughs> sounds? Is he another Nigel? No, he isn't, actually. He looks like military. Well, possibly Marine. I'll uh, just dab at the corner of my mouth and smile at everybody at the table. And, uh, well, it's been uh, invigorating and enlightening, gentlemen. You uh, have, a, have an excellent day. And I hope you catch something extremely explosive. I presume you're saying that. Muttering that as I with my newfound friend. You, uh, you, uh, you're either very, very brave or really, really stupid. <laughs> well, I'll let you decide. Yeah. No, I'm very brave. You come sit with us. I think you're going to be with us anyway, Sibby. And he sits down and he says, uh, Child. Yeah. My, uh, my name's Kurt. Burgess. Burgess Shale. Yeah, nice to meet you. Might as well tell you everybody calls me Yid. So, you know, go figure. Why is that then? Jewish. You are. What can I tell you? Come sit down. Are we stereotyping in a bad way? No, I'm not. No, Martin all would have to do a Jewish New York accent. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're fine. I've been doing quite a lot of research into this, and most of them are given the most awful names imaginable. <laughs> it is like being back in the schoolyard. They yeah, do, you know, if you're Jewish, you're Yid. If you're whatever, you're going to get that as, mm. your, as your nickname. That's pretty yeah, and if, and if you don't, if you react to it, you're exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's when the trouble starts. So, you know. He's just so I might as well just scratch out my character name now and jot in whatever you're going to call me. I'll take it. I don't believe me. Listen, if they find out your name's Shale, what do you think you're going to get called? So you know, you're going to get everything from Doctor Shale, I would imagine. Yeah, you should be so lucky. You might get Doc once they get to know you a bit. Possibly, if they like you. And so don't find out that I'm not actually hey, a doctor. Uh, the Scuttlebutt has it, but uh, you're, you're CIA. Is that right? Who has it? You know, the, the talk around the place. I mean, you see, I've oh, flown in on that big... Uh, well, it's just the only available transport. You know, I'm, uh, I'm uh, just a civilian you, liaison. You can tell me. Mm-hmm. No, really, I'm, ju- I'm just uh, seconded to the unit just for um, technical expertise, obviously. Uh, so what was your last... Yeah. Oh, my, what, my last assignment? Yeah. Uh, well, it started as a magazine piece, but um, it did expand into Grey Area, The Truth About Roswell. Uh, quite a bestseller. You're not cooked any fools, then, lately, or anything like that? Mm-hmm. I did put together part of the Cryptozoology Rainy Day Fun Book. Is that what you're thinking? For fools, games? Oh, this is going to be really hard work. Um, I will get to you, sir. I promise. Okay. It's just I've got to set this up for Bigfoot. <coughs> notes, that's, well, that was another. One. I don't know if you read a lot of this sort of uh, work, though. The no, groundbreaking. Hey, high tower. And uh, there's a big, predictably big um, Hispanic bloke. He's about God. He must be nearly seven feet tall. Comes wandering over. And he says, uh, "This is Jesse, but we all call him High Tower." He says, uh, "Hey, you like this shit? Come sit down." And he starts. Uh, well, this, this guy writes about Bigfoot. Oh, well done. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll just um, take my glasses off so I can't see the guy. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, I really like all those things, yeah. Oh, he really does. They're not just making a big no. joke to drop me in the shit with somebody. Oh, no. thank God for that. Well, I'll pop my glasses back. <laughs> no, I really I really like all that, you know. Sometimes Sasquatch. I just put on a dirt coat <laughs> and go running through the woods. <laughs> um, 
You get to yeah. Yeah. enter conversation. Yeah. You seem to have made some friends already. Lucky you. Um, John, you're just good. Sticking to your uh, tasty eggs there. Mm -hmm. Military issue. Mm -hmm. We know how nice I'm sure they'll taste. Um, <clears throat> when uh, someone sort of leans in and says, um, Excuse me, um, I think Godfather wants to talk to you. Godfather is the lieutenant colonel in charge of the particular brigade that okay. you're in. Everyone calls him Godfather because he had throat cancer a few years ago. Uh, and he's had major surgery. So. I've just taken a different... He's had major surgery. <laughs> Twice. Um, I've, I've just taken a new skill. Oh, hello. I've just say I've loaded one and taken one because it, it goes along the edges. So now I've got another knowledge skill, which is information security. Okay. Crypto and communications and computer. <coughs> right. <coughs> oh, we don't need you anymore, John. That's fine. Um, well, that wasn't your skill. No, it's not. Yeah, really really You're thinking of a different crypto. Um, yes, it's, uh, he's out in the uh, HQ in comms. Okay. Is is uh, what's the relationship between me and the army? Um, it's kind of you know. Is it the sort of he says it jump or is it the sort of I should be legitimately uh, taking it? It would be seen as I mean you're not probably under his command as such, yeah. but it would kind of just be seen as good manners. If if the head of the whole honcho has asked you to come and have a chat, then you don't exactly drag your feet. It just wouldn't be polite okay, generally. So but you probably, in all honesty, most soldiers would probably see you as a necessary evil. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so I'll, but they're not going to be funny with you particularly but they might watch what they say a little bit you are CIA after all so, so no one's going to be smoking weed next to you put it that way um, so eggs back on the tray and sort of well spend eating this shit you find your way out the, the heat just you walk out the air conditioning you walk out the air conditioning unit it's just like walking into a furnace it's absolutely horrendous there's some guy um, stripped down to um, just his Carkies comes running past you. He's mm -hmm. absolutely huge. He's about six foot five, um, but he's wearing full uh, rucksack, full gas mask, the whole thing, and he's absolutely belting as fast as he can in a big circuit round there. Nice. Well, well, I come you, from the military, so there's all this kind of macho yeah. bullshit going on everywhere I've you look. There. There's all yeah. this kind of stuff going on. Okay. Um, it's all new to me. People sharpening bayonets and all this kind <laughs> of thing. You know, With their tongue. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Shaming women, new water. Um, yeah, you push it in, and there's loads of communications gear, satellite rigs, the whole thing. People wondering about all the clipboards and whatnot, and you know, there's well, various... some, that's why I added that skill. I imagine some of the comms gear is mine. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, um, everything could, it, it would come through to you eventually. Yeah. I mean, it's all official stuff, as far as I know. You know, it's all official stuff. I'm sure there's things that won't be, but uh, right now this has come through. Mm -hmm. No worries. And, uh, they, they get you in, and uh, I can't. I can't make him up in right now. We'll, we'll what, call what's, him. What's Smith. his rank, Major? Hey, uh, no, we left him cool. Only lieutenant. Yeah. Wait, <coughs> le lieutenant yeah. Yeah. Come and look at this. Yeah. <laughs> Come and look at this. He brings you over to the uh, yeah. horse's head. Yeah. Artist's performance will be subtitled. <laughs> 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 <It's the recording. laughs> I've had word down from Langley about you. They've got a job for you. We've had some trouble out in the field. And gets out some maps and sort of moves Throat things around. Throat cancer's a bitch, it. isn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't that come to me? It, not this at this moment, because right. he, when he finished, you'll see what okay. sort of thing. Um, <coughs> he sort of says oh, to right. you that... Uh, we live to serve? 
Yeah, indeed. Um, we've had some problems. First Marine Corps are out ahead of the main field. Um, they've gone out to a place, and I've got all this written down, I promise you, but I have to go through all my sheets. This is what happens when Ben doesn't go to sleep. I wouldn't expect him to, unfortunately. I had an idea, just briefly, for what my background lethal work is. She's using her ability with repairs and helping kind of to rig solutions for people in, cha- in villages, charity work, which allows her to go around the country talking to people, finding out what they're feeling, what they're saying, but okay. she's also helping them. I'll tell you now, you're living in a small village called El Salman. I see. <laughs> that's where you're based at the moment, right. because that's where your uncle yeah. lives. Okay. You're going back to. And in fact, at this very second, <laughs> you are standing in the middle of the desert, just on the highway, where your um, slightly beaten up Toyota pickup um, has broken down and you've got the bonnet up. Right. What you're actually doing is waiting for your contact to come and speak to you, and this is your... Very nice. dark desert night. Cool wind in your hair. Indeed. Looking very romantic. Um, I'm just waiting for you to do the next he line. <coughs> he brings up a, a map. You don't know it, do you? I only make my sound. Same smell of something. <coughs> I'm interested. Yeah, I know. They'll come to So where am I? Where am I again? <laughs> the, the highlight. Do we know okay. this, though? So, many. so um, he brings you out a map. No, he says... No, no, no. First recon from the Marine Corps. We're heading up to here last night. Mm-hmm. We got a message through it just after 1200. Some kind of attack. We think it's Iraqi, but we're not sure. Turned out about an hour later when we got more reports, they'd had to run into some kind of special ops unit. Looks like a friendly fire incident. But they were <coughs> reporting that the one person that they got out to the, um, the special forces um, has just gone crazy. Talking a load of rubbish. Oh, the gap at the um, table, perhaps. And he's uh, clutching something. He won't let go of... He's got some kind of artefact or something that he won't let go of. And they've isolated him, got his weapons off him. But this guy has gone bad shit. Now, I haven't got any other psychs officers out here. And Langley tell me you've got some training in that kind of thing. Some? I'm going to need you out there. And that civvy guy, that doctor... He's, he's, isn't he something to do with uh, archaeology or something like that? Yeah, he's Only a doctor of archaeology. I am archaeologist. Maybe that you need to take him with you. Where, where are we you now? Out. You're on the border kind of down here, so sort of Saudi border, so it's going to take you <coughs> maybe the best part of a day across semi-liberated country. Uh, so we're going to get an escort? Yeah, yeah. He's... Uh, they're going to send you out in a... In fact, he tells you, um, we're going to set up another convoy of Humvees. <coughs> and we'll get you out on that. We'll give you helicopter support as far as we can, but it's going to get too hot as you get a bit nearer to Al-Salman. You're going to be on your own until you meet up with 1st Brigade. Right. What, what's the... Uh, what's the mission? Find out what the hell's going on. Right. So it's not extract and remove... Not yet. I want to know what it is, what's been going on. We have no record of special forces being in that area. It isn't Delta Green. It's none of my men. It's nothing to do with me. There's some kind of operation gone on there that I don't know about. What's Delta Green, by the way? Delta Green and um, US special forces, (coughs) basically. Highly trained troops who will go in special insurgents, 
Delta Force. Delta Force. Yeah, sorry, what have I just said? Delta Green. Delta Force. Here's where we find out what Delta Green is. You mean Delta Force? Delta Force, I mean, I beg your pardon. So, basically, he wants you to go in, find out what it is. If it's if you deem it reasonable and safe, you can extract. Oh, and right. by then, you'll probably be able to get helicopters in. No worries. I need a rifle, a radio, and a, a escort, and I'm, I'm ready to rumble in two minutes. Yeah. Well, I want you Oscar Mike by tonight and out here, so... Oh, not, not, I'll go now, if you like. Well, we've, they've got to get the whole okay. convoy set up. No worries. They can't just send you out into the middle of a battleground. We'll have to get the Humvees pressed. Of course they can. I'm out there. <laughs> yeah, you're not actually dressed in full battle gear. Mm. You're in the middle of... Okay. Anyone else? I'm just working on my back catalogue of all the many books that he's okay, written. Okay, do you want to give us a. Well, you've already heard some of them. Yeah, some of the great. <coughs> yeah. Helen's got some good stuff coming up in Hellfrost because she does. Um, <coughs> oh, yeah. Well, it actually says in the Hellfrost book um, the, the way it works is you have to say, if you want to do some kind of cableism thing, you have to say what the plant is that you're going to collect yeah. and how good it mm. is. And depending on how good it is, there'll be modifiers modified to your survival role as to whether it's easy to like paint or not. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Okay. So it's quite a nice little thing. Mm. But it says we encourage people, we're deliberately not giving you the names of things because to make your own kind of world and make it a bit more personal, you'll come up with the names of things as you need them and stuff like that. But of course, it's just been a pun fest because mm. they were after one to be something that might. Um, the horses that were really windy and they were trying to stay in night. So she's collecting a lady's pocket, or something? No, so she's. Uh, they've been getting Viagra. Oh, game what? Sorry, Viagra oh, in the local fields, and then uh, they had to do another one where they'd given they'd, in an attempt to help in this particular bit that they were in. They were making bread, but they were making uh, bread from flour that's got rat droppings in it. Yeah. So four or five of the people have got the most horrendous <coughs> runs now and things. So uh, she's also been out trying to collect some senna knot. Oh. So, so it's just it's just getting worse. So we're getting. Isn't a nice that going to make of, it uh, worse? Well, that's why it's senna knot and not senna cot. Ah, is senna cot the one that makes it? Ah. Oh, did you hear about the mass homeopathy overdose? That yeah. was so funny. I mean, have you not heard about this? Tell me, four of them have got diabetes now. <laughs> well, everybody was making a joke about sugar rush. Um, I think it was last week or the weekend before. Um, about 200 people gathered outside um, the Boots, and this is all over Manchester, places, Liverpool. But there was particularly one in London that got the coverage because it had people like Dave Gorman there, and they bought a load of homeopathic remedies, just basically at random. Um, as Dave Gorman said, I've now discovered that the one I've uh, got is apparently arnica. So um, if this works, I'll never bruise again. Mm-hmm. And they were taking just you know huge quantities of this stuff to to overdose on it. But they to basically prove that homeopathy yeah. actually is but, utter bollocks. But they haven't. Right, they haven't it, overdosed. Yeah, because to overdose in homeopathy, you take a smaller dose. Well, they've, <laughs> said this, they've, said this, they've, they've actually had the, a the, weaker dose. The jokes <laughs> that were going around, things like the um, uh, the homeopaths were sending a delegation, but they decided that they best dilute the delegation, and they got down to no person. So that's the strongest representation they can have. <laughs> and it's called the 1023 protest because 10 to the power of 23 Tapa is Tapagadro's number. Sorry? Tapagadro's number. Number of atoms in a mole. Yeah. <laughs> yes, no. Prof. Whatever. There we go. <laughs> so, yeah, so. That, that's I a physics degree um, for you, isn't it? <laughs> I think they've basically had no impact right. on homeopaths. Half a chemistry course, degree. Half a chemistry degree. But Boots are still selling the stuff, even though somebody from Boots, I mean, pretty high up in Boots, has admitted there's no evidence it works. 
But they make money on it. Lots yeah. and lots yeah. of money. Which, why we, we, we sell it. It's not, no, let's face it, it doesn't work. It's not putting anybody at risk. Not hurting anybody. Yes, they are. Fine. Well, somebody's got um, got something that could potentially be like asking a more serious complaint and they take a homeopathic remedy. Yeah. Yeah. Boots aren't, aren't making you not go to Nobody's the Nobody's making a diagnosis. No, boots are giving legitimacy to but a, it works. a placebo. But that's how you get, make a placebo no, work, because no, you give it legitimacy. No, they're not. Boot stocking doesn't legitimise it. Yes, of course it does. Well, what People about... Trust okay, boots. then, if you're going to say that, then, what about, you know, honey and eucalyptus, then, for a bad throat or something? It doesn't really work. It helps. Yeah, it, it eases does. your bad throat, but it doesn't mm-hmm. actually fix your bad throat. No, it won't fix it, it, but it helps the process. Placing, placing sugar in a bad throat makes it worse in some ways, because you're making... Yeah, but for the and moment, of swallowing, I, I think there's so a definitely good. very strong argument that if boots have a range of of medicines there, that they are giving some legitimacy because people, you know, they, they go to boots. But scientific and boots tests, have this, uh, test after test after test has shown a that placebos work and b that they're actually getting better, and therefore because people have more faith. Well, no, they, well they work. They're actually getting better statistically because more and more medicines being brought out for mental illness, but. The, the point I'm making is that placebos are proven to work. Yeah? So given that placebos actually work, the best thing to do is to have a placebo that everyone believes in. Because you can't have a placebo you don't believe in, can you? Yes, you can. But then it won't have the placebo no, effect. Uh, I think, is it the nocebo effect? It's, this is a gen- genuine thing. If, for example, your doctor yeah. believes that he's giving you something that will work mm. yeah. and you don't believe a word of it... It'll still have an effect. Yeah, but that's even if it won't do anything. But that's the same as saying uh, your conscious belief and your subconscious belief are different. That's yeah. the same as saying you've got a trust in authority, even though you think you haven't. Mm. Yeah, it's been shown that if if a, if a doctor gives out things that he believes will have an effect, even when they won't, compared to other things that he's they're exactly the same, but you're told yes. these ones don't work. It's the control that you're given to your patient. But then you you're reacting on his authority. Well, I mean, it's ba- interesting. Pl- basically, placebos are the greatest medicine ever invented because yeah. they cure the cheapest. They cure a number Except of people. Except for the homeopathic ones. They cure a number of people, <laughs> and they yeah. But what? Why isn't Chanel Number no. Five kind of two pound fifty? Quite. Because no one will buy it. Literally, no one will buy it. People want to pay for something to feel special. I keep telling you, you can buy me a cheaper perfume, and I won't be offended. Oh, no, you wear it, not him. Sorry, <laughs> I'm not very up on these. Actually, I'm on Coco Chanel I, at the I, moment. I, I, the idea of having a, a, a kind of official placebo, which with enough bollocks around it makes people think it's true. Near enough last all day. It is, of course, bollocks, but that's not the point. If we had a purely rational world and no placebo worked, we'd be poorer. Well, there is one of those, I think it's a face cream Martin. that contains Boswellox, which, quite frankly, is just <laughs> stating blatantly <laughs> to people. I Why they don't just put the ads on and say, now with added science. <laughs> So a slight diversion there. We've had your philosophical sporting hour earlier and uh, now the wacky world of CIA. fake medicine. <laughs> Shall we move back into warfare? <coughs> Something we can all agree is a good yeah. thing. Yeah. So anyway, there you go. That's your mission. And you're off and running. So I'll take it off. Are you farting again? No, no, I'm just kind of squeaking on the chair. Right. Same thing. Due to the tremendous flatulence. <laughs> Um, so what am I going on this thing? Well, well, <laughs> <laughs> you better speak to the guy who's in charge of your bit of the operation. Food induced hoverability. So after a bit, the doctor is. Uh, yeah, after a bit, I'll go and um, sit down with him. Uh-huh. Uh, I presume you're still finishing your tea or whatever you're doing. Uh, no, there wasn't much left of it really. Right. 
I'll, I'll, I'll just be compulsively stirring a cup of tea way beyond the capacity to actually mix the sugar in any further because I've heard a rumour that I'm being sent out somewhere. So I'll come and, sit, <laughs> I'll come and pull the chair up and sit, you know, turn it the wrong way around, sit on it, lean on it. And Thank you, Christy. Welcome to Indy. Except I'm wearing clothes. Mm-hmm. I've got all Kevlar body armour, in fact. Uh, but probably not in the mess. Um, not in the mess. No. Uh, I probably am. <laughs> Although it's a bunch, it's an American soldier's mess, so friendly fire, distinct possibility. You know, I'm <laughs> told you we want to be careful when we're recording this. Anyway. Uh, anyway, sorry. That's the Jews and the Americans who managed to offend this week. Carry on. You're the one who brought up the... Hey, I, I've got a lot of Jewish friends. I'm, like point out I'm playing a member of the CIA. <laughs> Carry on. Fully yeah, committed yeah. for the home team. Yeah. Right. Um, committed for the American team. So, uh, welcome to... Where are we? Well, where, where are we? Welcome yeah. to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, and you are? Uh, Mast. Clinton. Clinton Mastra, but you can call me Mastra. I'm Burgess Shale. You can call me He's Dr. got a head Shale. full of interesting yet um, potentially useless well, info. You got a nickname yet? Can't remember three minutes ago. Uh, just, just Dr. Shale, I think. Yeah, well. To be honest, I haven't really spoken to too many people. You'll get a uh, nickname. Not for very long, anyway. If it's not totally offensive, it's best to accept it. Just a thought. Otherwise, it'll get worse. Doc. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it shouldn't be too difficult to remember my name. I'm a published author, after all. Not to mention a, a leading expert in my field. Leaning? Leaning. And your field is uh, archaeology. <laughs> you know what they say about archaeologists? Men outstanding in a field. Uh-huh. It's about at this point that the doctor gets pushed quite violently forwards as a lot of special forces men get up from their table and walk past and move out of the building. As he moves forwards, I'll hold his piece at the <laughs> and there's you know, I don't some like comments <coughs> about Whiskey Tango or something as, as they go past him. No, I don't like to say anything, but you'd, you'd think that sort of highly trained troops wouldn't be so clumsy. I presume they're new. Uh, I presume you're new. In fact, I know you're new because I had your file a couple yesterday. of days ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and what was the thing last what my file I mean. Well, obviously my extensive and extremely impressive academic record. Yeah. Um, Anything like, we should particularly know that you've done for the CIA in the past? Or um, not something really. that might have got you into Iraq? Other than no, because a lot of the stuff... Other than clever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, lot, a lot of the stuff that I, I picture <coughs> having actually Snafu done... back to <laughs> just sort of snowballed a little bit. And he's come to the attention of people. And that he's <coughs> been brought in. Your into name's a, been on the top of reports. He must have been brought into a police investigation or the FBI or something or other way. He's just been, you know, he's been asked about something, and it just happens to have well, turned out very well. So he's just yeah. lucky. He's, he says, well, that's what I'm saying. So he's then come to the attention of other people who go, "Well, what about that guy they called in for such and such?" Right. And hell, if he's good <coughs> enough for them. Right. Um, and, but mo- 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 yeah, mostly, uh, he makes his living um, <laughs> writing books on a custom design. Okay. So, uh, Doc, you have been out in the field? In the desert? Uh, the desert? Uh, well, not not, um, not what you call desert. Um, New Mexico, yes, but... Um, no aircon here, you know? Yeah, I didn't really venture much. What, while you're in this big aircon? Not in the Humvees. Oh, right, yeah, see what you mean. It's true. They don't have aircon in the Humvees? No. Yeah. Nice. Holes. Where people stand with 50 caliber machine guns at the top. Well, you know, the head of my facility has got a Humvee and his has got an aircon. 
Maybe his is petrol. A Humvee with aircon must use. Have you do about nine miles to the gallon anyway. Have you ever seen the or the promotional video where they drop on from a helicopter. <laughs> and they have things like self-inflating tyres. Fantastic. Very cool. They sent me a brochure once. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't buy one? Uh, funnily enough, no. no. Because no, you I, can buy a house a for the price. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if they made a bike, that would be fun. If they want a Humvee bicycle, can you imagine how wide it would be? Uh, well, um, we can talk now, we can talk later. What would you rather? We're going out at... Uh, uh, what do you want to talk about? I think he wanted you out by uh, 800, didn't he? Oh, 800, sorry. 800, 800. Um, so it's, it's what? Um, it's four uh, hours. Four hours. Mm-hmm. Four, right, I'll make a note of that. Um, so, so we can do, talk do I need to pack a bag, or, or will, will everything be, be provided? Yeah, I'll start briefly. Okay. At that point, you want to decide what you want to bring. Oh, right, well, just, just the usual, I suppose. He's given you maps and things, by the way. They've uploaded a load of yeah. stuff onto a, a computer for okay. you. Now, I mean, for example, we're going to, and I name the area, mm. if you've got any books on that. I'll sell my Not a bad idea to bring it. Uh, but, well, well I'll, I'll launch into a briefing if you've got time next. Uh, sure. Right, but we'll have to go somewhere private. Right. So, oh, uh, <laughs> so, so we'll step aside to my private, Black ops, eh? private area. Ah, oh, private area. Good to see you again. <laughs> and I'll, uh, Is he a friend I'll, of major surgery? I'll run you through what was described. In particular, what I know of and what was given to me about the artefact. And if I don't know anything about the artefact, at least about the area. I have a, a load of hastily assembled and photocopied notes that are just generally to do with anything I think they might want me to know about. Okay. And that's it. Cool. Oh, nice. Well, on the bright side, you've got that's an internet connection. And I didn't three take hours. bluff, actually. Oh, dear. <laughs> Or persuade, or anything oh like dear. that at all. You're going to get busted really quick, aren't you? How much do you think they know? Mm. Well, I've got a file list of it. And I'm a good observer of human nature. Mm. Yeah, but how much do you And we're going into the desert together, and I have the rifle. <laughs> <laughs> Are you feeling reassured? <laughs> I didn't realise this when I was <coughs> back in Montpelier. Uh, well, look, let me put it like this. You've got an internet connection. And you've got three hours. And a printer. <laughs> <laughs> when did Wikipedia start? <laughs> so, a lot of cut and paste later. Yeah. It's all right. Perhaps you'd like to move over to so. Yeah. You uh, eventually, um, <coughs> and slightly incongruously, in the middle of all this desert, because they have these amazing roads, mm. you know, with a bit of sand just across them, and then no one's on them. Miles and miles and miles. Is that the oil money? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's got roads everywhere. Like Shetland. Shetland has amazing yeah. roads, and all it is is fields and sheep, and it's really good roads. So I've rigged my car to look like it needs a repair. Not so much desert. Not so much desert. It's quite incongruously. Someone on a moped, um, in the middle of nowhere, kind of put, puts up to you, you know, <sighs> and he kind of takes a little helmet off and all this, and he puts, a, puts his uh, tea towel over his head, you know, with the belt. Mm. So that's the, what, the Arabs as well? Yeah, no, <laughs> the Arabs, the Jew, and the Americans there. Um, so anyway. Could I just point out the French are a bunch of wankers as well? <laughs> and if you've got any complaints Ooh, about this, and if you could send any stuff to Hal. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he comes out and says, God, it's hot. Pleased to meet you. Uh, astute observation. 
Derek Ashton Smith. It's so nice to meet you. Anyway. <laughs> Hello, Derek. You're local. Yeah. You haven't got any. Uh, you haven't got any water in that uh, van, have you? At all? I'm parched. I must say. I'll open the door and point to oh, a bottle of water. Thank you so much. Surely the answer is to speak only Iraqi at him and leave him to flounder. He's <clears throat> blown your cover, you know. Good luck. <laughs> and so ends the, the greatest spy. I, I have <laughs> arranged to meet somebody here. Um, yes, yeah, always best. Inconspicuous, in a crowd. Good place. <laughs> it is, in fact, it's a kind of form of feedback in an odd way because the thing is, you don't meet because of where you are. It's, it's almost impossible to get you the same handler all the time mm. because of what's going on. So in an odd way, him walking up and speaking in a broad, posh English accent is actually quite a good thing because mm. he's kind of trying to show you that you know, yeah. he is who he says he is sort of thing. If he'd have come up and he was just another Iraqi, you'd have, oh, how the hell do I know he is yeah. sort of thing. So in a funny way, it's, it's kind of a way of marking it. So he's either your contact or he could just be a villain in a Hollywood movie. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Um, That's why I didn't turn my back to him and I let him get the drink himself. Just thought we'd better let you know. Um, the Americans are starting to move into your area now. It's going to get quite busy um, soon, and the main forces will be passing through here probably in another two or three days. But okay. before then, there's going to be some Marines coming through, um, and apparently there's already been a bit of a bit of a kerfuffle somewhere outside of town. Now, what we need you to do is obviously we already suspect your uncle, which is why we've got you in there. Um, we want you to find out if your Uncle Zaid has had anything to do with what's going on. And we believe um, he's in touch with the Bath Party and the, um, uh, bloody hell, um, what's the, the Republican Guard, thank you. And he's definitely making moves to have Republican Guard in the area. Now, I have to warn you, um, if there is significant presence of, uh, presence of Republican Guard and it's there... The Americans are going to come and obliterate the town. Um, that if they can find a significant amount of tanks or hardware, anything like that, mm. they will just wipe it out before the main advance comes in. They'll use air power. So you need to be very careful because at any given moment, the entire town could be obliterated if it's picked up on satellite. There's large traffic movements around that area. We'll try and warn you. We'll try and get you out of there, and certainly the Marines will know about it. A good and somebody time on to the Marines will the know about village. you, but they won't know who you are. Okay. So you may have to try and make contact if it's possible or appropriate. You know, mm. at some point, um, whatever they are expecting contact with somebody, but <clears throat> you know, you'll, you'll have to watch out for that. So really. We need to know about your uncle, what his movements are, and specifically mm. what might be going on in and around the area. Okay. So if you can do that. Yeah. Right? There isn't a um, <clears throat> Now we've got, if you think it's safe, we've got a digital radio and a satellite phone for you to take back okay. if you think you can use those safely and Mark have them about you so that you can get in touch with us as soon as. Obviously, we're not giving you stuff like that before, yeah. in case you were searched. But now, as of now, you are no longer a sleeper. You are now active and you're on this mission. Certainly. Um, so he sort of hands you over a, you know, a, a pack. Yeah. Um, in fact, it's quite clever because he's kind of a battered up old sack really mm. thing that they've kind of disguised it with it says basically you know that's it that's what we need you to do but we know there's there's definitely troop movements happening we need to know where preferably and it would be brilliant if you can find out when 
Will I already know when I get that information how to get it back to them? Will they have provided me with that? Well, that's that's why they're giving you the satellite. Yeah, but I know wh- who I'm kind of dialing it. Oh for, yeah, yeah, it's all pre-programmed in yeah. to be honest. It'll literally okay. because you, so you can do it quickly. It'll literally yeah. be hit a button, get a message out okay. with your code phrase, which yeah. you can make up a code phrase or a code name. You might have a you might have a code name rather than your real name that you use. Yeah, something like Shadow. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never that is your real you. name. Um, that is my real name. Which is why you wouldn't use it as a code name. Exactly. So I'll leave that up to you. Dark patch, perhaps. Now that sounds like you've had a nasty accident in your trousers, doesn't it? But, um, <clears throat> so, you know, you, um, and on the other side, of course, you'll know family back in the village. You well, I mean, it's not like you turned up last week. You've probably been living here for a, at least a couple of years. You've been back, and you may well be involved in the family business or something like that. So, mm. as far as you know, you are beyond suspicion. What could go wrong? Is it so? Um, thanks to the water, if you don't need anything else, I'm going to put put my way off again. And off he goes. Chink, chink, chink. Yeah. Pipe back together, a little yeah. bit of a uh, bonnet down. <coughs> and off you go back to the village. <coughs> um, you didn't come that far out in like an hour out of town or something to get back. Um, probably um, getting on to evening time now. Um, you know, you sort of pull in, there's lots of people wandering around, kids playing in the streets, um, there's someone sort of herding one or two goats up through the, the main road and stuff when you get into town, all the kind of typical things that you see. Yeah. Um, you sort of pull in, you get into the house um, you can hear your aunt cooking in the kitchen and sort of doing the evening meal and she's got some, you know, the radio is playing some loyalist music because that's all you can get mm-hmm. out here on the local Iraqi channels and you know, you're not committed to listen to anything else and they'll be telling about the glorious leader and, mm-hmm. you know, who's, uh, whose indomitable forces are fighting back the aggression of the American hordes and all that kind of thing, you know, that kind of tribe Um you can hear the kids sort of running around and banging doors upstairs. It's all typical sort of stuff like that. Um, it, you know, I don't know, going in and what are you doing, really? Well, I'll um, take a little bit of embroidery and uh, where my uncle's chatting with his men friends, I'll just sit unobtrusively in the background, demurely, mm. like a, a good Iraqi woman does, and I'll just sit and sew. Yeah. Um, and listen to what they're saying. Oh, yeah. Um, so a yeah, notice yeah. roll to see what they're doing and saying. Okay. Yep. Which is eight d eight plus two for oh alertness. What? Yep. D eight plus two. Oh, you took the edge that gives you the bonus. Oh, Christ. Eight. Fourteen. Sixteen. At the moment, he's sitting with um, the boyfriend of your niece. Mm-hmm. And they're watching the telly, and he's scratching his armpit, and he's developing a small boil on the left hand side. <laughs> of the his chair is two point four meters from the rear wall of the building. Yeah, you, can tell, you, know, you can see he really should have changed his jalabi today because it's looking a little stained under the armpits. A shabby jalabi. Yeah, um, you know, it, it, you notice everything about him. You know, it's, he's not uh, he's not plucked his ear hair. Oh. I'll teach you to make a good roll. <laughs> we'll wean you off that, off staging habits. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> What's 
What's the edge she gives you? That one? <coughs> um, <laughs> alertness. I can get it next time. <laughs> I think actually that uh, Quancy, his his armor has that. His armor. Yeah. Is alert. Yeah. Well, no, the, like the reason his goggles light up is because if I activate it, he gets the alertness. Cool. Edge. If he doesn't, he doesn't he doesn't get it. Quite close to. You sit down oh, for yeah. a bit, and um, <laughs> Shatha, who's your niece, mm. she walks in, she kind of smiles at you. She's probably about 17. She's got a boyfriend at 17? It's all very Hussy. bubble and all that kind of thing. It's, yeah, I mean, they're never really allowed out on their own and all that kind of It's all quite, mm. you know, come off it and marry him off at whatever age, don't they? So he's suitable, is he, this boy? Yeah, he's, he's uh, worked the in the family firm, actually. He's been sort of brought up as an apprentice. and uh, Good prospects. Well, you know, get on with it then, marry him off, be done with it. It's about to be bombed to death. (laughs) Prospects, hard to say. (laughs) (laughs) Looking bleak at the moment. Um, She sort of comes down and she's, you know, chatting to you about the embroidery and something like that. Can we? Yes, I'll show you how I do this, but my thread's in my room. Come and uh, let's find the thread. She sort of goes up to the room. And she sort of sits down with you. I'm a little bit worried. Mm. <coughs> um, I'm not sure what Jamal's getting into. Jamal's the bully. Uh-huh. Um, but he keeps coming out at night, and I'm a bit, I'm a bit worried that he's perhaps seeing somebody else and isn't being as perhaps as good as he should be. And I don't really know what to do about it. Every every night, I know he's been. I mean, his mum and dad's house is only next door, and I've you know, been occasionally we send messages to one another through the windows shouldn't tell you that but um, I've noticed recently he's not been around when I've gone to Luke and I've seen him going out in the van in his dad's van and he's done it two or three times in the last couple of weeks and I think he's probably seen somebody else and I really don't know what to do because I really like him and it's all just going I just think I'm going to lose him and then with all this going on with the Americans and we don't know what's happening with the war and things I'm really worried and, and I don't know what to do what do you think I should do auntie? Mm. How long have you been? Uh, has he been courting you again? It's all. Um, it's nearly a year. I mean, it won't be long now. Hopefully, you know, if he gets another promotion with with Dad's firm, he he, he might be able to. I was hoping he was going to offer to marry me very soon. Mm. Has he ever attempted anything untoward? No. Well, we have kissed a couple of times when people haven't seen us, but no, nothing like that. He's a good. He's mm. a good boy. Okay. Most of it. So, so tell me about when he's been going off and the direction, because I could go and see if I can see him and see if there are any girls where he's going. Um, well, he's heading off. I just want to find some names. Um, oh, it's as bad as running Tekken, though, isn't it? <laughs> um, I really do want to be a bit more prepped up for it than this, sorry. Um, but you mustn't tell anybody that I'm doing this, no, because no, they'll come to ask you. get you in trouble. It all go up, and if my dad found out, oh, I don't want to even think about what would happen. Um, he's, he's heading out to the east, as far as I can see. He's heading out to the highway, and then I can't really tell from there because without leaving the house, I can't really see. But I know for a fact it's where that Asira lives, out that way. Mm. And I've seen them at school and at college and things before. They, I'm sure they used to be sweethearts. Okay. And things. They're far too friendly, and I don't think it's right, and I'm really worried. I'll look into it for you. 
put in. But don't let him do anything untoward at this stage if he's not firm in his commitment to you. No, no, of course not. I Good. Good. Uh, <laughs> 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 I can't play chasing young ladies tonight, really. Um, no, your forte is really creepy old women, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Iris, Iris doesn't appear in this particular production yet. <coughs> but I think you just managed Sorry to kill Sarah. Down the nose. I suspect it's more. Oh my God! I've just thought when the stars are right, Iris rises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready? <my> <laughs> That'll be Iris not appearing in the second. <laughs> oh, yeah, so sorry. oh, I got carried away. Um, not by her. I will make a pretext of going somewhere to fetch something, and I will go follow this boy. Some detail. Okay. Um, he's sitting downstairs talking to your uncle. Well, I'll wait until he yeah. goes. Yeah, until, until later on. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure there's a, a path I could do with getting in this village where they are and something that needs well, checking. You do have work. I mean, you, yeah. you're a useful member of the community. Yeah. You know, it's not like you, you just sit around all day or something. I mean, you, you, know, you can go and work at the date factory or whatever. Um, Actually, sitting around all day embroidering is probably <laughs> something that a girl of my class oh, come could on, be doing. Come on, someone's got to put the stones in those. This dates. is Iraq. Yeah. Iraq's quite, um, at least pre-war, was quite uh, progressive Modern, like that. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, I'll be out. I'll be doing charitable work. I'll be known as somebody yeah, who does sure good things. Um, I, I I'm not really not sure. I, no, I'm not sure we should release these. Uh, <laughs> anyway. We're just using it as a setting. We're not, I mean, God knows our knowledge of it is so sketchy. Yeah, it's comment like it's bombing us into submission, I think, which is kind of... <laughs> yeah, but that idea. is, Carol. what, yeah. shock and awe? Yeah, yeah. You know. anyway. Carol. Booyah. Um, <laughs> yeah, back at base. Um, it's getting on, you know, it's nearly yeah. Oscar Mike time. Um, it's a bit like Oscar Mike Wiener. Um, mm. I hope not. No. Um, no hot dogs involved. Um, is there any particular kit or anything you want to look up before you go? Well, I'm presuming I've got, a, I've got a rucksack done. with, you know, a change of clothes and stuff. Couple of, my, notes. couple of my books and the gear I've you got. Get, um, a black, you get a black Kevlar helmet and black oh, right. um, Kevlar. Kevlar. You don't get the khaki stuff. So I've got the armour vest and the So you're very helmet. conspicuous. Yeah, no, you are a civvy. You're meant to be conspicuous because the idea is they're not meant to shoot you. Mm. Or because that worked really well for some of the reporters, didn't it? Can I figure out he doesn't know what he's doing? Admittedly, a not in I don't think you need a die troll to be honest. No, I am. I've actually got. No, no, I don't mean in terms of your no, I mean academia. I just meant not being out in the desert and and oh that. Well, I haven't really claimed that. In fact, I think I said no. I haven't really been in the desert. I've been to New Mexico. So I'll pack a bag of things you'll need. You know, he's not got a water bottle. Yeah, he's not wearing. I won't his, tell him about it, but it would be. He's not wearing his juice suit, desert fashion. Let's put it that way. So, uh, yeah. His what? So I'll, I'll kind of I'm more likely to be wearing a zoot suit. To be perfect. Yeah, I'll go up and kind of change the zip yeah. and still suits. 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 Oh no, that's you another great one. Out there. Um, yeah, have you got your vest on? Kevlar. Yeah. And don't put don't put your suits on now. You you can, you'll uh, get the benefit later. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure your hair's dry. You don't want to go out with wet hair, or you'll get ill. Yeah. Do what the immortal things they did. In, uh, was it? Um, 
Black Hawk down, where they're all getting ready to go yeah, out. Sure. And all that, yeah, they're getting out to do this mission, and you know what happens. Well, and there's like well, one the title of gives that away. One of them's putting his uh, Kevlar on, and the other one's kind of taking the back plates out. So listening, and the other guy's like looking at him. He says, "Well, he says, you know, you're not going to get shot in the back running away from the enemy, are you?" So of course, you know what happens to him. Mm. So, um, yeah, and uh, you, you now meet the rest of your crew for the Humvee. Um, you'll end up in two Humvees, because basically you have a driver, a navigator, radio operator. And Tony Stark. <laughs> and Tony Stark, yes, that's true, yes. You don't get the whiskey or anything, I'm afraid. You'll have another gunman sitting next to whoever is the passenger, and then you'll also have somebody sort of standing up in the middle of the Humvee through the turret hole in the middle with the big machine gun on the top. Yeah, so you've basically got four crew and you. Right. In the soft top, um, you know, easy to shoot at. Uh, I'll just sit there slow moving my uh, rucksack. And I'll go uh, in the armoured bin. <laughs> yeah. um, so we'll split them up as you get uh, Kurt, the Yid Simmental. Um, you meet your driver who's Javier Maria. Um, you also get the sergeant. Um, who sits at the front, that's Eric Gaines, who is the sergeant, who will be in charge of everything. And you also get Hightower, who's the guy who sits with the machine gun. So that's your Simply thing. because he can't fit in the thing without putting yeah, his head through the room. Yeah, basically, because they can't <laughs> put him anywhere else. Is that the guy out of... Um, Hightower is at the police academy. You get... Uh, your driver's called Tyrone Drown, and I'm not making this up, that's a real name, um, who, of course, is called Gull. Which is a real name. Sundry. Well, it's, it's, it's from a census of real names. Um, you get uh, Cody Stone Cold Penman, who you can't quite work out because the name really doesn't fit the, the guy. He's probably the youngest of all of them. Mm-hmm. He also seems the least IQ um, em- imbued of uh, all of them. And that's um, saying and he's like something. a little skinny white kid, basically, who looks like he's borrowed somebody else's set of kit. Stone know. Cold. Yeah, and he's called Stone Cold. Um, and the charmingly named Erin the Dyke Tversky. And what does he do? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She um, is the riding shotgun with you in the back, basically. No problem. That's the air freshener. Honest. Um, (laughs) So there you go. So we've got car one. Okay. Car one. Car two. Car one. Car two. Car two. Car one. Car two. So they go off. <clears throat> You've also got two other Humvees. There's four Humvees, right. and you two are kind of in the Humvees yeah. in the middle, and you start <laughs> pulling out now, and everyone's kind of, you know, woo, and all that as you, as you pull out. And so, so go get them, guys. <clears throat> is this going to, going to be far, then, is it? You're going to be out for about a day before we get to oh. where we're going. Oh, and right. it's through loads of territory. There could be anything out here, minefields, you know, ah. Republican Guard... Um, have to be careful where we go to the loo then, eh? Yeah, I don't want to run into any T-72s because we can't take on a T-72 hit one of them and it's can't going to be wham bam, thank you man, we're not going to know anything about it. Is it? That's bad, is it? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's yeah, right. heartbreakingly bad. Do you want to know some of the stuff I've brought, just in case? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so obviously food and things, just in case, extra rations, yeah. in case we have to spend extra time at home. You get the lovely ration packs. Given to me, yeah. and yeah, which have a charming name, which I've got written down somewhere. But the, the, they, they, for me, MREs. 
Yeah. And it's um, what is it? Something meal so, ready to eat. Yeah, but it's mm. actually um, meal rejected by Ethiopia. Ethiopian. Mm. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the one. Right? It's had a charming little euphemism. Um, They're uh, not bad actually. Mm. My sold the silencers. Uh, pistol for him in case he needs one. Pistol for me. I have got a pistol. Yeah, well, you've got two now. This is all the stuff to keep him in case. Uh, you know, the usual kind of compasses, navigation aids, uh, crypto radios, explosives, uh, computer hacking stuff, and um, desert shrouds so that um, we can just hide. Yeah. Um, stone, stone cold's kind of looking at going, shit, man, what have you brought with you? That's just back. You know, we're going to shoot some fucking Iraqis, you don't need those. Well, I kind of hope you're going to shoot the Iraqis because we've got. Uh, we're going out there to. Talk. I hope so. We're going out there to talk to someone. Yeah. And they're all like, yeah, that's it, Stone Cold. You'll get some more, eh? Just like that camel you shot. And he's like, oh, shut the fuck up, lad. <laughs> and this is the kind of banter. No, carry on. I, I do always gets. enjoy a, a GM having a, a group oh, of a little go on yeah. chat. Chat away. Among <laughs> themselves, yeah. yeah. Cigarette? Oh, yeah, man. Tell. It's like they call you Stone Cold. <laughs> 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 um, and the other starts sniggering. And he's just like, because I'm a Stone Cold killer, and there's just like everyone in the front's like, <laughs> if it happens to walk on four legs and all this kind of thing. It's like, look, it was dark, I didn't see you, okay? <laughs> it's like, so uh, obviously Stone Cold killer. seems to have got his nickname by shooting a camel accidentally the last time they were out on a patrol. Did you kill it? Yeah, man, he shot that camel dead. Filled it full of lead, and there's loads of other comments. You know, like, oh, empty the magazine into him. He's like, shut up. Save it, taking the hump. Yeah, mm. ooh. <laughs> Give me a penny. <laughs> um, it's that kind of, kind of game, is it? Yeah. Nice. Um, in your car, they've all started we're um, doomed, John. <laughs> doing some kind of rap thing. Oh, where one of them's kind of doing a, a, a drum beat and stuff because it gets a bit boring really just sat in a Humvee for hours walking together which is why I brought the pack of cards I've got a pair yeah. of ear defenders on and I'm making some editorial notations in the uh, first print run of uh, well just one of the first print run uh, of my latest book uh, Making Love the Lovecraft Way mm-hmm. it involves lots of tentacles or something mm-hmm. you know, very ten- Japanese tentacles, testicles what and what <laughs> <laughs> Catholics. <laughs> 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 we don't mind offending them. <coughs> so that's funny, Catholics. Uh, no, I was brought up. I brought up Catholics. Not practicing. Sorry, just a small no, That was the Vatican trick. People you pay for that. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how many people you meet who are actually raised Catholic, and that seems to have been enough to make sure that they are no longer Catholic. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all that guilt. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So you know, you have a game of cards, though. Well, obviously not with the guy on watch, but yes, with everybody else. Well, everybody's on watch. Are they? Yeah, well, yeah. They're all, they're, the guy sitting next to you has got, a, got an M16 sort of stuck out the window and he's, you know, just looking. Yeah, well, they're not really doing it, they're just kind of, you know. Yes, yeah, so well, they're going to turn on an Eagles album and put the feet out the window. I should hope they're on. Yes, is that right? Do you want, what do you want some music on? Sorry? You want some music on? Oh, no, it's all right, thanks. I've, I've got... We've got the, Megadeth um, and all sorts of stuff we can put on. We've got what? We usually use... We put Megadeth on when we go into battle. You know, we kind of get everybody going and gets the blood up. So we Oh, can, it's yeah. a song. Ah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um... Yeah, man. God, don't you know anything? Uh, what do you like to listen to then, Doc? Uh, well, um, the... Bing Crosby? Um, Australia, you know, that starts blowing out for the Humvee behind. <laughs> <laughs> I am dreaming of a wild. Well, well, that is actually great. I, I, that would be great, strong. wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite fond of Brahms. What man? 
Rob. So massage is in the front going, Brahms, you shit kickers. You know, he's kind of, obviously, appears to be a little bit more. Well, thank God one of them is reasonably intelligent, because so far, I would say, <laughs> you can add to your list anyone who's been in the armed forces. We should a little picture of them as well. Yeah. I think the CIA is coming out quite well. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they're young lads, they don't know any difference. They've been told to go out there and you know, right. be gung-ho and shoot the bad guys and all that kind of thing. My, my code name is Desert Fox. Yeah, so the um, <laughs> I'm not well, sure that's, that's actually, terribly original. Uh, <laughs> who cares? It's yeah. games. You and you and Rommel, eh? You know what happened to Rommel, don't oh, you? Oh, shush! What did happen to Rommel? He wrote a very good book. He shot that. himself. Well, it was either oh, shooting it's a Cthulhu or game. That's for treason and have all his family hung up by really? a wire. So yes, uh, yeah, Hitler yeah. Had him shot, basically. I'm about to dob in my family. Dob in your family. Dob Camels in, in no my family. Mm. Therefore, hey. Yeah, you're really low, aren't you? Yeah. God, you're real you're dobbing yeah. your family. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Well, I won't oh, say because no, no. I'd offend yet more people. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, I was about attempting. to talk about inbred parts well, I, I, I honestly think you ought to just go for it. Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Even if we were going for it, I don't think we could do much better than we are doing. Just want to kill them, quite frankly. So, uh, right. so yes. Anyway, I mean, this place is like a bloody mine. <coughs> uh, nearly twenty to ten. God, time flies. It's a bit of a late. I'm just saying, navigating through minutes. the protocol of this is like like being in a minefield. Funny you should say that. Yeah. Anyway, what will? Uh, well, yeah, I'll play cards with a couple of people. For God's sake, I mean, I, you know, fuck them. <laughs> no, no we'll just play cards. Not in the back of our V. Let the other ones watch. Yeah. Oh. What? <laughs> sure. That's what V's. Fuck them and let the other ones watch. Right. I think that's a little <coughs> one. A couple of us play cards. Oh, right, and the others are on watch. Ah, and okay. We'll rotate, and I'll take my turn what? of watch. <laughs> 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 Spin. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. So I think we're all clear on what's happening now. <laughs> so Bing Crosby and the car behind is rocking up and down as it's coming. There we go. I've got your defenders on. Nice well, uh, no, I'm just saying that I've the, um, you've now got the, 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 the Humvee behind you. Yeah. It's now got uh, five troopers all in there and they're all singing along to Bing Crosby as well. Yeah. <laughs> like He's going through the middle of the desert and everyone's singing and then. It kind of goes One of them's going to blow up because whenever yeah. this sort of scene. All four Humvees are now yeah, Bing Crosby's you know, going through. Um, Had to be done. Mm. A, a beep comes off the radio at the front and you hear the <laughs> sergeant sort of. You know, um, Dog one, dog one, and that's uh, um, coming through. And he just he puts his hand up, and uh, you hear him say something like, "Right, everyone, just hold up, hold up." And uh, <clears throat> apparently we've got enemy up ahead somewhere. Um, we're getting uh, another couple of clicks up ahead. The road um, shallows off at both sides. There's some ditches along the sides. We need and to I'm going to be my little beat-up Toyota spying on the kid. Yeah, I'm just going to take off the air defence because I think I probably need to hear it. It seems to have gone very, very still in here all of a sudden. Yeah, everyone's kind of um, copying so right. Oh, ah! They start to drive forward again, and obviously the you're close to peeing you're yourself. You're all on. Right you've now, got the digital you? radios. I'll get out the, so. uh, the you know, I'll sneak a quick look at the other people's cards, and then get out the uh, <laughs> CIA. <laughs> Who would play cards with you? <laughs> Black Ops, CIA. I brought the cards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, you know, 
And now he's going to bring out some special binoculars. So, <laughs> yes. oh, look, they're all right. I'm going to bring out special binoculars. The only thing special about them is that they uh, you know, don't reflect. Okay. You see, the, the Americans have got the, the, the military. They've got the cheaper option where they've just got some gaffer tape and taped it over the ends with a tiny little slit in the middle of the binoculars <laughs> to just keep the glare off. So they're, they're more likely to commit you. It's like those comedy films where they've all got little <laughs> tiny pairs like that and then you've got like these things with Actually, the guys in the front of yours has got um, more of a sniper rifle, and he's got a big sight. He just flicks, just slightly, just flicks the glare shield up on the front of that, and kind of he's looking down yeah. at them. Well, I've got my sniper rifle ready, but I'm not using it. Yet. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah. You drive along really slowly through things. They will want to make me uh, notice rolls. I'll make some notice rolls. Oh, go on then. Um, I did take notice, incredibly enough. Yep. Okay. Uh, four. Yes. Okay. The shocker. Um, there is um, not the same, but another beat up. There's beat up Toyotas all over the place in the wreck. You've discovered the further into the place you go, they're all different colours and they might have different coloured doors and things. But they're all, all Toyota four by fours and they're all beat up. Um, there's a, there is a sort of four by four at the side of the road, and it has got some kind of welded structure in the back, which either looks like a gun. Emplacement or, or some kind of rocket launcher or something like that. I'll tap the, the guy, the lead guy, say uh, something in the back of that. Yeah, and he, uh, you know, they stop a bit and he gets his binoculars and he, he sort of looks at you and he says, What do you think? It doesn't look man to me, it looks like an old one. It doesn't look like um, Maybe another nature sure. Ooh, that's a bad start. <laughs> you know, when you just try and roll them properly, oh, dear. Unless you want to re roll Too far to see. Yeah. Um, there's no movement or anything. There doesn't seem to be any activity. The lead Humvee can't see. No, look at the one behind it. <coughs> so the two Humvee, your Humvee, the one in front, the guys that you can hear them chatting away on the radio saying we can't see, we can see their vehicle up ahead. But well, can I see since I made a notice roll? You can have a go, yeah. Have another look, see if I can squint at it. Because yeah. I have got bad eyes. That is, that is actually my hinge. Well, I've got, got, got my glasses on. Well, it means if I lose, lose my glasses, I can't see very well. I'm oh, not, I'm not, not like a bit like of something to notice. Uh, no. no. Uh, eight. Okay. Nice. You can't see anybody around it. It looks completely empty to you. I don't think I'm going to pass that information uh, because these guys know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. What, what I basically say is my advice, for what it's worth, is uh, you know standard operating, but I'd either go round or proceed with caution. Yeah. And he's saying, I don't know whether to just call in air and have it. On the road, yeah. Shouldn't we? Mm. Have it taken road. out. It's actually just to the side. You can see it's in yeah, but that's it. Haven't they got a rocket launcher on their thing? Can't they just no. rocket launcher it? No. One of them's got a 20mm cannon. We can grenade it, but it'd be a bit nearby then. Yeah. yeah. You're going to get into range. Um, God, what wins? Says, well, well, Cowards. Well, <laughs> we'll, pre- we'll, we'll proceed. Don't wait to move up with you. Let's move up slowly. <clears throat> and we're off again. Right yeah. Yeah. Spread the. Uh, oh, well, gla- spread the wagon. Ah, certainly glad yeah. that there was uh, nothing to worry yeah. about there. Well, it's it's funny enough. It's amazing how quickly it's all gone very professional and everyone's yeah. kind of suddenly kicked into Which a Which is the point, and, yeah. You know, and now all of a sudden everyone's going to be. Because you can't be a number uh, one kind of um, yeah. alertness all the time. Yeah. You've got to go, I'm ready for it when it happens. Yeah. Um, you're, you know, you slowly cruise past, and as you get close, you can actually see that now you can get up to it. The tyres have kind of been blown off this thing, and it's obviously been shot up as the first brigade have come past, you know, a few days ago. 
So it looks like a bit of a false alarm, and you know, they turn up the Bing Crosby again, and off you go, carry on up the road, sort of. Thing. Actually, no. Uh, no, let, let's have Melton May instead. If it's a false alarm, we'll get it away from the road. I'll do something because next time we don't want to be that. The next lot to have the same issue. Well, what they can do now is they can mark it. Yeah. And then they can send the information back, so it'll be it'll be logged on the. But then the maps all it takes is someone to bomb it, and they'll have it on the map as a safe thing, and it won't be. Whereas if yeah, the road is well. clear, the road is clear. Mm-hmm. He says, "Well, yeah, okay, we can stop and we can move it." Well, how long is it going to take to just? I said, "Well, it's going to take about half an hour, isn't it?" It's on wheels, isn't it? Or is it wheels? Well, the, the front tires were blown off. Okay. Well, what we'll do, we'll mark it as for someone else to move. Yeah, he says, cool. well, the CBs will be coming through later. Yeah, they'll they'll okay. clear all Radio, the roads and back or all the old bits and bobs off the road that's and stuff. Um, yeah. It's just that I don't think that... Uh, uh, what I don't want is for the next people to think they can trust it because we've seen it, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you go a bit further up. Um, there's more sniggering as you drive past a couple of dead camels. Looks like Stone Cold's been here before. And you... Basically, you start to make good progress. Um, you're going to have... Um, there's lots of people saying things like BCT and LUP and things like that. So they're going to come up for an LUP a little bit later because it's going to be quite dark fairly soon. Everyone's going to be on the old um, infrareds because you set out at 8 o'clock at night, if you remember. Okay. What's so an LUP? The LUP is a layup point. Right. So there's going to be an LUP later. A layup later. Every time anybody actually uses one of these uh, acronyms and happens to explain it, I will be jotting it down in yeah. my notebook. Um, well, Oscar Mike, the one we used earlier, is basically ready to go. It's kind of like if you're Oscar Mike in 15, it'll be... Because mm-hmm. that makes so much minutes. sense. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Go figure. Um, right, yes, back at the village. Um, yeah, it's quite late now. It's probably getting on for... It's gone 10 o'clock. It's starting to quieten down a bit. The kids have all gone to bed, that kind of thing. You can hear a few dogs barking in there, out in the streets and stuff. <clears throat> and oh, I don't know, you, you know, you've had the family meal, everyone's sat around and chatting about mm. the day and what mm. news has been and all the rest of it. Um, your uncle's gone out. Um, he's gone out to see some of his friends um, to have a bit of a chat about you know, what's going on, speak to the town elders, that kind of stuff. And Jamal has gone home to his parents' house. So mm-hmm. everybody else is kind of settling in. You know. Auntie's doing a bit of embroidery in front of the telly, that kind of thing. Um, it's... Um, Shaf is sort of, you know, eventually, well, oh, yes, I'm quite tired then. I think I'll uh, I'll head up to bed. So good night, everybody. And God bless yeah. and all the rest of it. <coughs> off she goes. And you're kind of left with Auntie in the living room. Well, it's always nice to watch the BBC, isn't it? <laughs> okay. Well, well I need to get out of here. But you said the CBB was going to be a long later. Yeah, mm, that's right. I will... Hmm. Teletubbies coming to clear the road. I thought so. I will have instructed my niece. Oh, we don't have mobile phones so much there, do we? We wouldn't have. Mm, it's not totally beyond the bounds of possibility, but it would be a really luxury mm. In that case... There might be one for the family, mm. rather than one you've got yourself, and chances are your uncle's got it. Because I need to get a phone call staged by my niece to our house so that I can go, mm-hmm, don't worry, I'll come over, I'll, it's okay, I'll come. And I'll just say that I've got a friend who's upset um, and she just needs a little bit of company for an hour or two, I'll pop back. 
then I'm done. Okay, and how are you going to do that then if you haven't got a mobile phone? <laughs> that's a By getting idea. the niece to sneak out to the neighbour to phone the house or the to then to sneak, sneak back out in. And send a little kid back to say you want it. Yeah, yeah. I think I would Low forget cell yeah. phone <laughs> communications okay. as a source of. In that case, I'll get the. When niece. I say the telly's on, I'm talking about an old. You know, black mm. and white set on little spindly legs, and the wire kind of runs from somewhere, and it's coming through the window, and you kind of enter back in the cell. Okay. And this is, you know, you are quite a wealthy family in this little. In that case, a little boy, a little boy will come to me and say, uh, "Sophia needs you. Please come. Please come. Sophia needs you." And I'll. Uh, this was all pre-arranged, obviously. Yes, it was. We were just waiting for a time when yep, people no, had left. Yeah, no, that's cool. I like that. He's got away with murder with his CIA stuff. So I don't see why you can't. Um, <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> that's what they although, do. Although yeah. literally <laughs> true. <laughs> that's <laughs> There's no need to rub his nose. Yeah. Yep, you can, you know, she says, sort of well, don't be too late. I won't, yeah. I won't. There's trouble out there. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And you can get out. I'll take you with your car keys and things. Yeah. Out. Okay, so what are you doing? Um, the bag will have been left stuffed under the driver's seat Okay. because um, I didn't want to take it into the house. Um, so I will go to the neighbour's house briefly in case the aunt's watching mm-hmm. and then I'll leave and go to the car and if the aunt asks afterwards at all... I'll simply explain it away as she needed me to go and pick something up from a relative urgently, um, and I went and did that. Okay. So fine. I'll then go out and I'll follow the lad, okay. and I'll see if I can see where Uncle has gone to as well, okay. and see whether it's the same place. Well, which one are you doing? Are you following the lad, or are you going to see where Uncle's gone? The lad, because my niece has okay. asked me and to. how are you going to follow him? I am going to drive. I'm going to drive until I get to the place where he is, and I'm going to carry on past. Okay. So lights on, driving along. Yep. Okay. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Clock where he is. Carry on. Lights off. Engine off. Okay. Coast for halt. Double back. Right. Um, he comes out of his house. Mm-hmm. Your engine running, lights on. He sort of comes out, has a bit of a look around, uh, goes to his car, opens the door, gets something out, has another bit of a look around, goes back in. Okay, that's fine. Um, where's Uncle? Uh, Uncle is round at the elder's house, which is down the road. In that case, I will get out, um, put on my dark clothing... And do a bit of stealthing to go and eavesdrop. Okay. Do me a stealth roll. And tell me the number. A re-roll. Oh dear. Fine. Okay, fine. Yep. You can stealth up. And you can see the house is still well lit. It's a single story structure but it is quite big it's typical kind of construction for the area you mm. know, that sandstone look to it and it's made of the old the mud bricks and yeah stuff. um lights are on 
pretty much all around the house. And, you know, you get close enough and you can on a roll like that. Mm -hmm. There's lots of chatter from inside. Um, quite a few voices, a mm -hmm. little bit difficult to make out any particular conversation. It's that kind of low hum of people talking, you can smell smoke, obviously people are smoking and what Can I do a notice roll to see if there's anything untoward or unusual, anything that I would consider out of place and therefore noteworthy? Okay. Yes, you can. And Five. Um, two of the younger lads, people that you know work for your mm. uncle, well, you don't particularly know them, but you know work for your uncle, are standing outside, both smoking cigarettes, and sort of leaning. One of them sat on a wall. Guarding. And the, yeah, and the other one stood by the door, and they seem to be having a cigarette, but they do seem to be sort of looking around and, and stuff. They're not very good at it, to be honest, because they're standing in a pool of light right mm. by the front door because there's a light on one of the telegraph poles that's nearby. And, you know, so mm. They're kind of on guard, but yeah, not terribly good. So he's definitely doing something he shouldn't be doing together with a group of people. All right. Well, I'll he double back. He might even be said to be conspiring. Mm. I will for now <laughs> uh, double back to the kid. <laughs> Um, I'll double back to the kid and just okay. see what he's doing. Um, he's probably on the internet, fapping to porn or something. I don't think you get you. Fapping to porn? <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that some form of masturbation I'm unaware of? It's, it's like, yeah. listen, it's it's like yeah. listening yeah. to children yeah. talk about yeah. American yeah. football. Yeah. Fat, 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 fat. I don't think I've ever fapped before. <laughs> you don't know that, honestly. It's, 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 it's a Reddit. I may be acquainted with Madame Palm and her father of the daughters, um, Get with it, oldie. Yes, <laughs> I do, several times now. Um, <clears throat> yeah. You go back, and his car's gone. Mm -mm. Is it within sight? Uh, do you have tracking? I have streetwise. And why would that help? You're going to ask his car? Because I would have a... Knowledge yes. of what he does. <laughs> Wherever she is when she asks it is where it is. <laughs> <laughs> Logical admitted. <laughs> okay, I'm going to get the car and I'm going to go to the village that he said to you go to. I'll let you have a notice. Right? Five, yes. Okay. Not a brilliant um, one, but it's. You do just see the wink. You, um, you actually got up on studio, I forget what you were Oh, yes. Um, Thank you. You don't see you. anything, but there is the brief brush of brake lights heading out, funny enough, heading out east. Towards that village. Okay. Said, heading out. I'll uh, rush to my car and get in. Okay. And I'll drive without the headlights on. Mm. Okay. Um, I need a notice roll of minus four. Okay. <laughs> Just hit straight into a telegraph pole. Yeah. I'll walk home then. <laughs> Um, but I get plus two, so, so it's only minus one. two, so it's a re-roll. Shame you used all your bandages. Oh, oh, bastard. Oh, thank you. Have you got helping? Common bond. Um, no, no, you have to explain how you're helping, what ah. it is you're doing. What are you doing? That, as, um, as a member of the CIA, you remember a briefing you had of me uh, right back at Langley ages ago. Which said, you know, when you get in these sort of situations, you've got to dig deep, and in fact, it's really important that you never give She's up. She's trying to at the front of the vehicle. Uh, and in fact, the most important thing 
the most important thing about night driving, which I educated you on, yeah. is uh, that you actually get the glimmers off the moon on the side of the road and you use those to navigate. Ah. Yeah, it still didn't help. <laughs> so while you're off gazing into the sky, remembering... <coughs> it's very, you don't... You, you're not kind of a crappy, comedic kind of ploughing into the side of something. Actually, you're following. Mm. You do follow. It's very bumpy. Mm. It's a hell of a lot noisier than you'd like it to be. You can, you can hear the car mm. as you go over a dune that you haven't noticed. You can kind of hear the engine, you know, because you, you, the wheels come off and the revs go up, so you can mm. hear the car He's going. The role may have been to not be seen. Yes, I think so. It, it's a bit more Dukes of Hazard than you might have <laughs> um, You uh, follow him out and he stops mm. heading east. He turns off the main road and he's picked up some kind of track a little bit further along the road. I mean, you can have another go at a notice roll, see if you can make it a bit more cleanly from here on in. Um, That's six, unless you're making I'm going to let you have that because um, you're a fair distance behind him and there are occasionally, very occasionally, there will be uh, traffic lamps. What's more, if you remember the route he takes, you can now follow. So if he ends up going like that, she knows the She knows to look for it, yeah. exactly. So we'll let you have that. You do find the turn off mm. and you end up going down a sort of slightly more than a dirt track, but mm. certainly a lot less than the lovely big dual carriageway you've been wearing. I'll slow down, keep him in sight, but I'll slow down so that I feel safer with what I'm doing. Because okay. I don't want to be caught down a dead end with no way to turn around and him kind of pointing the gun at me. Okay. Do you want to make uh, another driving roll? Pretty dark down here, there's no light at all apart from the moon. I so, can't um, seem to get better. Minus, than I'll give you minus two, but still not good enough. It's a success no, at that point. Oh, you got, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, that's fine then. I'm, I'll get minus two. Thank you, you for alertness. See, we're only really off novices. So. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, yep, you uh, follow him out, he pulls up, and you can see that somebody's got a working. Um, you can hear the. No, you turn your engines off, mm. you can kind of hear the whir of the generator. And there are some of those work lamps, you know, like the halogen work lamps. Mm. And they've got a couple of those pointed down to an area. And there are four or five men there who are all digging away. Mm. And you're, um, the lad that you've been following pulls down the tailgate on his van. And he sort of signals to other people. And they start hauling something quite heavy by the looks of it out of the back of it. Body sized? Um, indeed, it could be a body. Mm. It's kind of all wrapped up. Um, but they seem to be dragging the bodies out and burying them, from what you can tell. Right. I will mark that on whatever thing I use as a map, whether it's my mental map or a physical map. Okay. Uh, obviously not X marks where bodies may be buried, but just kind of a little smudge of dirt. Okay. Can you make me another notice roll, please? Minus two. Yes. Okay. Um, That's a, a straight seven. You seem to be near. You notice on the horizon because there's not a lot around out here. You are quite deep in the in the mm. desert. Um, but there are some buildings just on the horizon. You can make out a very some very worn structures, quite irregular looking, very worn buildings. Ancient just, or? Well, yeah, decrepit certainly. Mm. Whether sort of ancient is another matter. It's very difficult, to, almost impossible to tell that in the dark. But they, they're obviously damaged in some way. They might have been through. Bombing or something. I mean, mm-hmm. you've heard bombs going off and stuff. There's definitely been airstrikes around the area. Um, 
nothing's hit the tank. So there's no structure where these lights are, it's just a hole in the ground? Yeah, it looks like they're powering it off a generator in the back of a truck. And so it's a mass grave, potentially? Potentially. It looks like war crimes at the very least. Mm. Yeah. And Jamal seems to be up to his little neck in it. Yes, my poor niece. He, he's seeing another girl. You're going to have to break off all relations with him. Yep. I'm sorry. He's no good. Oh, bless her. You have to break that poor little heart. And, and then I, I break his... No, I can't break his little neck because I won't... No, it's, it's I won't... No, it's not killing innocence. It's killing in self-defence only, isn't it? Damn, can I change that to we'll only Provoking. kill... Non-innocence. <laughs> no. Because oh, that makes you judge Judy execution, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think we'll call it a night there. Mm. Good, because I have to go. And good luck.